Hello, welcome back to my channel. Today, I want to share five things that I've learned during this quarantine and also like that I have learned in the last three years or like a four or five years in business and how you can use this and going to win this difficult time during the difficult time, how to deal with it and how can you dominate it after this thing is over. So let's get right into it. Okay, um, I know today like is a no a actually today is may 2nd and today is my personal 46th day and have been in quarantine i have been like um stopped working outside in like march 17 yeah i think it's march 17 I, last time that i checked so because last time that I was get paid was that and uh, get, get show up at work and stuff like that right and i would think that hey you know what like it is like on the end of the day, but I actually enjoying it, and and I, I would say this could be one of the moment that would change my life if that is um turn out it's if I turn out I have learned the thing that I can apply to it and I could explode with what uh, what it is. And it's gonna be like life changing. I'm kind of excited uh, for it too. So and today it's all about five lessons that I have learned during my life in the last five years and this quarantine and I want to summarize it and give it all to you so you don't have to I hope that you will be able to use this and get some wisdom and be able to get through this difficult time with me so as I'm doing my best to put out content and stuff like that right the first point that I want to talk about is that never never assume thing would never change like if one of the things that I've been doing in like a quarantine because I have a lot of time, right? I'm reading different kind of books, like um, a lot of history, is especially on the. Um, I I'm very interested in the history during Cold War, World War Two, not so much World War One because like I think in the modern day, all the politics is mostly shaped by things happen after World War Two, which um, has more connection. So I would be able to understand the context. Of the, uh, of the thing that's happening in the world. So one of the things that if you read about Cold War history, people really think that Cold War could be the end of humanity, right? And because like you would wake up one day to listen to Ronald Reagan saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to like launch all the missile and going to put Europe into like a fire and stuff like that. And then another day you will probably see um, like the president of russia I, I i forgot his name but anyway not putin um those times they are like really intense and they would test out different nuclear bomb and all those things and you get like more and more power and it's very easy like to to think that that could be the end of the life and you would think that uh, that is only way that you can like get out of this, it's like one side would be that, right? So it's a like very, very, very easy to assume, like most of the time that uh, things never change for the better. But if you like it, if you're, if you're looking at your personal history, if you're looking at like, hey, you know what, if you want to, um, like, hey, if you're doing a bad job, you know you're doing a bad job or stuff like that in your job and your boss calls you, call you up, right? Do you, uh, I want you to come to my office to talk to you for like half an hour or stuff like that, you would think, hey, you expect the worst and you think you have the, like a pain in the stomach. You think, hey, you know what? I, I, I can't do it because I, and that you were expecting you are getting fired. But most of the time that you have the worst and you assume that you were going to be there and 
and you think that you're never gonna change, and you think you're the worst of the like employee of everything. But the thing is, like, you want you you never want to assume that you never want, things will never change. Like the the thing that if you look at history, things always change. The things always change rapidly. If you like, if we're talking about the current time, right? Uh, during this quarantine, like. I mean, arguably, no one would see this like quarantine was coming to that the Western world, like in Canada, like right. So people think that hey, this only an Asia thing. And I think even in early February or like late February, like uh, the stock market still have the record time and 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 stuff like that, right? So people in late February they would never expect the quarantine. They would never expect that the whole economy is going to be like a stop like this, right? You would never know. What is going to change, and you don't know what factor is going to change the whole thing. So, no matter what your situation is, the best thing that you have is that、uh, you have hope. You have hope that like things was going to change because it would going to be changing because it just life is. So, if you don't, if you think you sucks and you think you're bad, you you think or anything, you just like hold on to it and you think about this. Like, have anyone in the history? Have been stuck, and they have become one of the greatest. If you look at history, it definitely happens. So, all you need to do is like a mental work. You just need to know that, like, hey, this could be me, and you just what you you figure out what you need to do and do that every single day for you to get to that level. That is like one of the thing that you have to do. But before you can do this, you need to realize that things always change. Never, never assume. Things never change because if, when you get an argument, when you're someone like kind of stab you emotionally, they will say you never change, you never change. Yeah, right. It, it, it never happened. I wish like nothing never changed. Like you know, that's why people like diamond because they say diamond never change, right? I mean, actually, like net. I mean. Permanent, like state, is like very, very hard in the universe. If you into physics anyway, so given said said that. Number one point is, like life never, never sets still. So always take advantage of it. Always do things that to make your life better. Always change it for the better. That is point number one. Point number two that I want to talk about is like because it's a business, right? When you assume, when you accept that、uh, things was going to change, then you will make sure that. Like、uh, that's changing for the better, and if you are talking in business perspective, and how can you make it like、uh, change for the better? You have to take pay attention to the customer. Pay attention to the customer mean that, like,、um, if you you have to know what they want. I hear a lot of people when I talk to、um, a lot of like other. People that they wanted to be an entrepreneur, they always say that they they never know what are the thing that they wanted to sell. They never know that what are the thing that they wanted to do, right? And I was in the same boat too until I realized that you know you're actually finding someone to sell and you're actually finding somebody to buy your product. So what it means that is that you need to understand the other end better than yourself. What it means that if you are selling. I mean, I I love cars. So, I mean,、um, even it doesn't look like it because like I I drive a Toyota Prius, and you will never assume a person that、um, like a, or drive a Toyota Prius love、uh, cars and stuff like that. And I don't have any other car. That is my only car that I have, right? And 
and <laughs> and the thing is that um, I mean, and the thing is that if I, I mean, because I want to use car example, right? So if you know about like, I mean, I, I love Toyota and I love uh, how car design get into the car design things, right? And one of the thing that people love about Toyota or like a Prius is because they they are saving an environment. That's one of the things they're green and they're saving gas. That is the main point, right? So when you have this like distinct features, it would attract some of the people who like um, saving the environment. For example, right? So when they like to save the environment, they probably like uh, earth loving and like a uh, human friendly or like animal friendly. So that's why. Like Toyota Prius have been a long time ago. They offer like vegan leather. I also have that in in the cause a soft tax. I, I like it. It's like they're not actual leather, but like if you don't know, you 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 just have no idea. This is not a leather. So that is just the attention to detail. Understand your customer, right? If you understand your customer, you know that like people would love like a freaking friendly option that is the same thing when you buy a tesla because tesla is like expensive luxury car right and basically most of them are made to order they don't make it and then you go there to uh, pick it up and make to order so most of the uh, order that you all uh, to have this like they can actually customer customize and one of the option that in and uh, every tesla is that you could be able to like pick a vegan leather because like as I say, people who drive a green car, they tend to like environment. They tend to like uh, have an environmental conscious that they, they respect other like animal and, and stuff like that. So they pay attention to the customer. I mean, and if I'm going back to the early example, a lot of people that don't know what kind of business to do because they don't know who are the people that they know the best. Like. So, uh, if you, I mean, for example, I mean, I, I have a baby girl, like if you probably can hear in the background, I'm not sure you can hear it or not, but anyway, but uh, she's just crying in the other room. But the thing is that if you have a baby and you would know the require, I mean, know the new things about baby and that you never think of, for example, for example, um, you would think that baby would have a diaper and then you need to sell them the diaper and you have a diaper, that's good, right? That is the very superficial and you will never make the top of the uh, product. And when you have a baby, you actually, this customer, you understand that, hey, you know what? When we are picking a diaper, we need to pick one that have the most absorptive like water power in the diaper. They can, how fast they can absorb it and and how dry it stay, how much water it absorb and, and all those things, those are the things that people care. When you, if you know your customer like this detail instead of just selling them a diaper and you were advantage, when you have advantage, you you know uh, you, you know what kind of product they're looking for. If you can find some product can deliver or have a better performance than the uh, every pamper and huggies, you would win. And if I'm not, not win, you have a winning product basically. And But you need to have a communication. You need to tell your customer and do a demonstration and stuff like that. And as I'm in advertising, I, I, I love that I spent a lot of time on um, watching different advertising. I realized that if you look at all those diaper and like um, uh, tampons and pad, like one of the things that they would do is like they would drop the like color, like blue water into the white thing and they show how far it absorbs, right? Because what they wanted to do, they want to show off the most important thing is how fast it absorbs the, uh, the water. So um, 
So that is the thing that you can do in the commercial if you were selling product e-commerce. You know, you need to like show off the most impressive feature about your product so people would like know how to pick your product. And because of the most important criteria, and on top of that, I mean, so that's why knowing your customer is very important. You need to know what is the ping pong, and this is so cliche. People always saying all the time, and I realize that, like, right. So as I'm in advertising, I need to know. I mean, um, I need to know. How to deliver the result for the end customer? I don't really just want to sell them. A lot of people in the advertising industry they want to sell the customer. They say, you know what? I think that the customer will tell you that I think I need a website. I need this. I need that. Right? And because most of the agency they would because they selling the person they would never consider the uh, the end customer. Right? So. They would just accept the order from their like uh, from their business from their client, but they don't deliver the result because it's just like the customer just don't know what the customer want and what you want to do as I said, I want to do. I understand because I understand end customer, which is what they care. I need to explain to them what they want and from what my observation and how to talk to their customer. That is the thing that I need to do. That's why I'm putting out content. Content is very very important. If you and that's why knowing your customer is one of the things that you can put out your content. If you don't know your customer, you can put out content, you can produce a product, and you will never be able to uh, win. That is point number two. And now it's bring to point number three, which is like you also need to pay attention to your competitor. I know this is a controversial one because a lot of people think that you need to pay attention to your customer, then you don't need to pay attention to your competitor. I mean, um, if you pay too much attention to a competitor, you would never win. I understand that. I understand logic, but my logic is like you need always need both. You always need the balance. You always need that different way. That's like the Buddha say. Everything is like you always want everything, but it's just a different way. That's why he he or he or she never I probably he he never disagree on any notion. It's just a different way, right? So I understand that if you obsessively obsessively to looking at the competition and don't do anything that is really bad and you just you just want like to copy everything your competitor do it's just lazy and you will never win because by copying them it means that you're late to the market already and they have the reputation already unless the market huge and big otherwise you will never be able to um, generate enough profit if you're in the same market if I'm in Toronto and I have the same uh, I copy someone in Toronto and then I fly all the way to New York and then implement that idea and then I said get some momentum and stuff like that it, it will work because I, I could be the first mover in that market but if you're in the same market it's not good but even that like but the point is like my emphasis on why you need to focus on the competitor competitor is that sometimes the competitor would have a better move than you. You need to know what they do and what angle that they do and you can copy them and then integrate in the game, right? And one of the things that I, I impressed by Kobe Bryant, because um, I think two years ago, he put up a book, it's called the uh, Mamba, Mamba Way. Uh, he talked about that he looked at the NBA or basketball as a game. He studied all the player move and then he could be able to apply what they learn and going to learn from it. It's just like a game. I, I think it's the same way. You want to learn from that, but you also like want to improve your game. That is the thing that why you want to uh, look at competitors. It's not like obsessively have everything that they do into yours. You have to have your logic, understand them, and implement it, 
and then you're gonna be have a like improve your game. That is the thing. That is the point number three. Point number four, which is like content is the key to success, man. I mean, I in the last three years, like I haven't run any ad in my, for my business because I think I'm cheap because like um. Uh, three four years ago, I was going all in. I didn't know what I do, so I lose a lot of money on the ad, and that that is bad. I mean, <laughs> that's really bad, and I don't want to repeat that and kind of scare and uh, swing to the extreme. But what I didn't know that in uh, in the digital age in 2017, 18, 19, like it's no way that you could be able to get around without paying it, and you you may be able to do it with a certain platform, even with like such a LinkedIn, TikTok, and a podcast and stuff like that but even that if you use the pay ad you will still be able to like get more because i was looking at the graph like uh they talk about facebook like four four five years ago i think during 2007 uh 2007 the organic reach is like incredibly high it's like 80 90 percent and stuff like that and then since then everything go downhill like this but they have the x curve and the organic i mean the pay rich is all the way from here now facebook instagram become a pay to play kind of platform and and you would be able to make money if you know what you're doing it means that you need to know your number you need to sell certain kind of things you in order to make it happen but you wanted to sales in the way that don't destroy your short I mean your long-term prospect that is just the different thing that I didn't know because uh, after that crush that I have I was like, staying away from ad and I'm trying to find organic way to do it is first of all is a very very hard because it doesn't have a lot of platform until TikTok come along until LinkedIn come along it wasn't any really good organic way because all the things become a pay way and and I, I, of course, I've, I've time struggling with a lot of like rich and I didn't p p uh, produce content. I thought, hey, a lot of people have done it without content. A lot of business actually done it without all the advertising. And little did I know that like, I mean, that is some businessmen play a better game or some businessmen play a bad, a bad game. And you don't know, because you don't know the bad end, uh, like a n number you so that's why you don't know that they have a good game or bad game but i think i mean after all the investigation i've done i mean definitely putting out good content is a good way to do it because um now it's very low to produce all the content let me look at this and i i and i see that a lot of people are afraid to talk in front of the camera so it means that um, if I talk in front of camera, definitely advantage, and I can deliver in a lot of things, and and I only have a record once, and I can explain all the concept to all the necessary people, and then I distribute to all the time. And if the customer asking me a very common question, I can send them a video why, and what, and and whatever things, right? It definitely reduces the work time and stuff like that. So. The last point that I want to talk about, which I was briefly touching on, on the fourth point is like, in the modern day, you just need to like pay to get discovered. If you don't pay, it's no different than in the like in the past, like uh, all the like a talent singer, they never get discovered because like they just never really go to audition, they never really go to any places, and you have to wait until a person come discover you that is like 
almost like very very hard. I mean, it happened with Singer, but like especially, no one would knock on your door to see how good your product is and how well your things is in your in your door. So would your your business would never never ever discover. And there's also very a lot of competitor. You need to find a way to stand out from the competitor. It just how this world works. If you understand this, you probably would do well in this. Well, if you don't understand the world is a competition, you will never do well. So, I mean, I mean, a lot of people in in the online advertising they either go all the way to organic or they all the way to pay. They never have not. Uh, they they never really like. If you're organic guy, you will never go pay. Your go pay guy, you never go organic. It's kind of ridiculous thing that I have seen in in the world. I mean, the the people who are obsessed with the organic like that cheap, and they would. Never get to the thing that they wanted to get to, and the people who are, who are, um, very obsessed with the pay ad, they always complain about they will never get the number break even because they never cultivate the organic reach. And I think you need to have both. You need to have um, pay ad to make to a certain way so you get the organic, and you wouldn't want to have interaction with your. Uh, customer, so you would get into kind of like a organic reach from either Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and all those things. Like you need to build your audience, and when you put your content out there, they will organic see it, right? So um, that is the last point that I have, and um, I hope you guys would enjoy this video. And if you like this video, please give me a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel. It would mean the world to me if you like this, uh, the, like this video and uh, subscribe and share with your friend. It would help me to reach more people, and and it also help me. Uh, it would also help, uh, hopefully, would help those people who watch the video because I'm sharing my experience and my journey to um to my uh, on my business, right? So if you're listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. Please subscribe and talk to a guy next time. Bye.